Welcome to Love and Money, the internet television show of Prosperity ULLC, where we discuss what's happening, what's happening to us, and what can we do about it. Now available on Spotify. In this episode, we will discuss Monique's revenge, preachers throwing shade, and dating reality. Join our new Patreon to receive free merchandise, books, and consultation from Prosperity ULLC. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at dollar sign Prosperity ULLC. But before we go in, let's take a moment to invest in the brand. Visit ProsperUnlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation. Welcome to our temperature check segment where we discuss current events. It's a comeback. Toys R Us returning with new stores inside every Macy's location in the U.S. Americans were devastated, me too, including me, uh, when the news broke that the iconic toy store, Toys R Us, was officially closing after filing for bankruptcy. But it appears that and that's I, I, I do believe that's due to the video game industry i think the video game industry killed toys r us and then they were kind of heavy they had like a whole their video game section was crazy um it was dope i used to love uh going there's like a little arcade but they just couldn't keep up like the, the the culture amongst children was changing and kids didn't want toys anymore for some reason they just want they were just enthralled by these tablets these little leapfrog tablets and electronics and um yeah and then toys r us didn't just sell toys either they sold board games too you know and and any kind of uh um you know anything you could think of and then the little tonka trucks and it's and the uh the um the little um miniature vehicles that you could buy for uh, um i remember i used to i used to envy it so much man because i couldn't afford them back then my kids were toddlers and i wanted to get them one so bad but then and then and then on top of that i wouldn't know where to keep it you know what i'm saying because i had a little apartment back back in the day uh me and my kids mother and um it would have just took up space it would have been terrible <laughs> but i wanted one so bad for my kids they loved it so much and I used to let them ride in it uh, so much. Uh, I, anyway, enough enough me reminiscing. But uh, Toys R Us, yeah, Toys R Us needs to come back, definitely. Um, and then their doll section, their doll section was immense. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it was crazy. Uh, but it appears that wishes come true as it looks like things are back on track. It was just announced that beginning this October, or, or just in time... Just in time for holiday season, Toys R Us is officially coming back with brand new stores inside every Macy's department store in the U.S. Just in time for the holiday season. That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope because Macy's does take up a big chunk of the real estate in those malls. So I'm pretty sure they have enough space. It won't be as big as a as a conventional Toys R Us used to be, but I'm, I'm pretty sure with... with with the with the state of the toy industry nowadays it's, it shouldn't be a big deal uh less than two months before christmas toys r us will finally make its big make its long-awaited return as u.s shoppers can relive their childhoods and make their children happy at the same time amen uh nbc news reports starting in mid-october toys 
Toys R will make its grand return courtesy of new, new stores inside all Macy's lo locations nationwide. The new in-store toy, toy shops will range from 1,000 square feet to 10,000 square feet, exactly, along with the ability to expand up to an additional 3,000 square feet to offer a wider assortment of the products customers love. I don't think the energy is going to be the same, though, if being that they don't have their own space. Like, when you can drive by and see that Toys R Us sign, it was something... It was kind. It was. It was kind of the same kind of mental association to a child when they see a McDonald's logo. You know what I'm saying? And they make that mental associate that mental connection between uh, a McDonald's logo and the Happy Meal. You know what I'm saying? When you came to Toys R Us, it was like it was a party. You know what I'm saying? As a child, it was a party, a whole party. And, and every now and again, you know, uh, um, costume characters would come come out and, and you know advertise to the kids you know what i'm saying and they would shake their hands and hug them and wave hi <laughs> unlike sesame place you know what i'm saying but um but yeah they would always have some sort of marketing events going on you know what i'm saying and it was just a party for the kids and i don't know if that energy is gonna if they can uh recapture that energy that they used to have but it's still gonna draw a crowd nonetheless um Additionally, the updated Toys R Us will feature hands-on demonstration tables and a life-size version of Jeffrey the Giraffe. Yes! Um, sitting on a bench for families to take photos uh, with during their shopping experience. From October 15th through October 23rd, Macy's is set to host nine days of in-store events, such as uh, family activities and daily giveaways from brands like Barbie and Lego to celebrate the company's return. And that's that's who wants this return the most the toy brands hasbro barbie lego you name it uh, um yeah ha was it what's the other ones there's some other big big toy brand names or whatever but yeah those guys are the ones who are most highly invested in it because that's where most of their profit was coming from you know what i'm saying like they had to you know start over pretty much when the, when the um when the store went out of business i'm i'm I, i'm i'm talking out of my behind i don't know the statistics or the uh financial reports on this i'm just you know i'm just assuming and so what i don't care um one of the reasons that toys r us was was able to return to after its bankruptcy filing is due to the enormous surge of u.s toy sales during the covid19 pandemic mm, i've been saying this that pandemic is going to change everything what used to be cheap is going to be expensive what used to be expensive is going to be cheap i said that a long time ago and uh, um yeah so it's, it's no surprise uh, specifically racking up 29 billion in 2021 retail insights group uh, retail insights uh, noted that toy sales rose because of the stimulus checks Americans received and they sitting at home with their kids and they want to keep them occupied exactly you you'll recall that back in March 2021 uh, WHP global officially bought the company for an undisclosed amount uh, that business move was followed by I think I reported on that too that business move was followed by Macy's as they began offering the beloved stores, the, the beloved toy stores products on its website. Um, yeah, okay, cool. So yeah, toy story. To I was about to say toy story. Toys R Us is back. Toys R Us is back. And 
Listen, I don't have small kids, and I'm gonna go anyway. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find a kid to buy it for. To buy something for. I don't. I don't know. I don't care. But I'm just. Ha I'm. I'm. I'm turned up. I'm hyped that Toys R Us is back. Let's go. Can y'all believe this? Shit? Can y'all believe this? Shit? I done came more home to Netflix. <laughs> hey y'all, it's your girl Monique, and I'm so excited to share that I'll be shooting my first Netflix comedy special. Oh, and in case you didn't hear, I'm also reuniting with my friend, my brother, director Mr. Lee Daniels on the Netflix film, The Deliverance. You won't want to miss either of them, so y'all stay tuned. And thank y'all, my sweet babies. I love us for real. Monique lands Netflix special after years-long legal battle. Actor and comedian Monique will film her first Netflix stand-up comedy special this year in Atlanta. The streamer announced Tuesday, Monique shared the news in a video posted to Netflix Twitter account saying, hey y'all, it's your girl Monique, and I'm excited to say that I'll be shooting my uh, first Netflix comedy special. Um, according to Netflix, additional details about Monique's stand-up special will be released later this year. The news comes after years-long legal battle between Monique and Netflix in 2019. The comedian sued Netflix for racial and pay discrimination accusing the company of underpaying uh, black women for comedy specials after she was offered only 500,000 uh, to film a special in 2017. After Monique rejected the lowball offer, Netflix halted negotiations, uh, she claimed in the suit. The pay discrimination lawsuit was mutually dismissed in June, although um, the settlement amount was not disclosed. Michael Parks, a representative for Monique, said that the matter has been amicably resolved. I want Monique's lawyer. I want Monique's lawyer because for the past maybe year or two years, I've been <laughs> wailing about how Monique is tarnishing, Mo not Monique, Monique's husband is tarnishing her legacy. <laughs> and now she comes up on top of, out of all of this. You know what I'm saying? Like. If they won't, dis you you know you know the settlement is in the millions. If they won't disclose it, you know what I'm saying. Like Monique is sitting pretty, and um, I hope this will be the guiding light to her. You know, to to her to her maybe, hopefully, um, leaving if not divorcing her husband. I'm never and I, I like I'm all for you know uh, couples, especially black couples. You know, with all the things going on in the black community, I'm all for folks staying together. I dig that. But I'm all for folks being healthy and happy. You know what I'm saying? And not have folks around you, not have uh, uh, folks around you um, attached to you with an umbilical cord uh, um, siphoning all of your greatness. You know what I'm saying? Uh, of mooching off of you. You know what I'm saying? And, and perpetuate, uh, uh, perpetrating themselves as, uh, as uh, helpers and managers and assistants. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and maybe you know maybe I'm I, I give it a benefit of the doubt. Maybe I'm talking from the outside looking in. You know what I'm saying? But I from what I've the, from the track history I've seen from the previous uh, um, observations that I've uh, of of Monique's marriage that ha that has that I've seen on display. I, I I'm sure this is not her husband's doing, but this is her lawyer's doing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, and, and and so I'm I'm happy for her in that aspect, but I'm very leery of her husband. I'm just it just is what it is. I'm very leery because none of this hoopla like she could you know 
she I, I understand you know like all things happen for a reason and you know you got to go through in order to come up you know and i think that's in this situation i think that's pretty much Monique's story she had to go through in order to come up she claimed that it was a race she played the race card and it worked for her you know what i'm saying she, she you know david slew goliath great you know um hey if you see something share something don't be afraid share this episode subscribe like and share thank you um, but had her husband not been in the picture in the first place, would she even have to, would she had, had, had even been in the mental space to put herself through that to, you know, to, 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 you know, to be like, to be an angry dog barking at the moon, you know what I'm saying? To, to Netflix and Monique and I mean, and Oprah and, uh, um, Tyler Perry and so on and so forth, you know what I'm saying? And, and, uh, what's his name? D.L. Hughley and so forth, so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? Would would she would she have even been in the mental space? You see what I'm saying? So now, yeah, she's she's got the bag, but at what cost? You see what I'm saying? Is Netflix is Netflix gonna recoup? You know what I'm saying? Is she gonna is, is her performance? And I think you know what? I, I think Netflix is playing up the drama. She talked. She spent all these years talking all this shit. Okay, here you go. Now here's your here's your time to shine. You got the bag. You good. You can't say shit now. You got to perform. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and yeah, this this shit better be funny. Now now I'm I'm pretty sure you know Monique is gonna bring it. And Corey Holcomb, you know what I'm saying? Corey Holcomb's true OG status. Like this guy, he's calling out everything, and I love it. <laughs> Corey Holcomb, you know he made a he made a um, a stark remark about her style of comedy and about how her style of comedy is very dated you know what i'm saying um and she she may just be a little out of touch and i get that i get that i don't i give that the benefit of the doubt also you see what i'm saying so yeah netflix is gonna get their money i'm gonna tune in <laughs> i want to see how funny is this is gonna be you know what i'm saying i'm i'm interested uh, I'm invested in seeing how funny this is going to be. I'm emotionally invested now. You know what I'm saying? She done talked all this shit. And she done, she done spit flames at so many other people. Like an angry dog barking at the moon. You know what I'm saying? And and here's, here's your chance. So Monique better... She, she better make... She, she better uh, be worth her weight in gold. No pun intended. You got to choose up. Find you some value. You know, sometimes before we get friends, we have to do an interview. How long have you been broke? How many times have you changed your name on your light bill? <laughs> How many of your bills in your little cousin's name? <laughs> do you live in a trailer home or a house? You know, you understand. And it's not about status or material things. It's just about choices. You know, life is different now. And, you know, we are at church. Thank God we're here. Those of us who are walking by faith without a mask and no vaccine. And so we, we honor the Lord. God is good. I respect all of the men of God here and respect you. Can y'all clap so I don't feel strange right about now? Hopefully we'll get a chance to meet each other when y'all invite me to come to your church. I'm not as expensive as I seem. Um... 
And so, I don't know, maybe you got a little left over from your PPP loan. <laughs> Prayer, praise, and power. You understand. Amen. Isn't the Lord great? Amen. Amen. And so, you know, I, I like coming here because the ground is already tilled with great personality like Dr. Karn. Because one thing I love about him, he's deep in the word, but he knows how to have great humanity. And most don't understand his personality because he is truth personified. And he tells the type of truth that makes most uncomfortable. Because who likes to be told? You're just ugly. <laughs> no one likes to be told that. You know, especially when they have realized it. All right. Most don't get offended until they know the bad thing about themselves. And then somebody else recognizes and says, oh, I saw the ugly too. I just wanted to let you know. So anyway, y'all get that later. God is great. All of you are beautiful. I haven't chosen anyone to be ugly yet. God is good. God is great. Y'all look great. Most of you have on hats covering most of that anyway. Here's to you. Uh, <laughs> I have a great personality. Okay, I'm going to sing. I'm going to sing. Daily I shall. I just want to take this time out to talk to Kim Burrell. I just find it really ironic how black people within the church always like to criticize poor black people. But what you'll find is a lot of these people have nothing to say about rich white people and their racism. They have nothing to say about the prison industrial system. They have nothing to say about the current conditions of the education system. They have nothing to say about pay equality. But whenever it comes to making black people feel bad for their conditions in a white supremacist infrastructure, they have everything to say. The black church is in a very poor position. Anytime that you have more preachers that are committed to building more pews than they are committed to building shelters, then they are committed for being a liaison for poor black people instead of criticizing the people in need all the time and making them feel bad for their conditions, they have the tendency to be very, very quiet and compromising to white hate in this country. Now, where do you think they got that from? Bless her heart, Kim Burrell dragged into ashy abyss <laughs> over offensive remarks uh, at church, releases warning adjacent apology. Uh, controversial gospel singer Kim Burrell emerged from cancellation over anti-gay comments just to be redragged <laughs> for making offensive remarks while addressing Pastor Brian Carnes' Kingdom City Church. In a viral video, uh, Burrell49 can be seen joking about COVID, PPP loans, ugly people, and screening friends in a front in, in a front of in front of a congregation that somehow refrained from booing or throwing tomatoes. <laughs> um, I'm laughing because seeing the video, like she <laughs> she was she was very political about her about she was very political or, or polite i should say you got to be polite in order to be political right um so so yeah you know and i threw in that little clip on top of that you know what i'm saying because you know for all the wokeians out there you know what i'm saying let us not let our guard down and and we need to understand that you know the church is no longer what it used to be in the black community you know what I'm saying? Uh, um, it's it's no longer the glue or the staple or the safe haven that it was for black folks uh, um, in the black community back then. You know what I'm saying? Um, because a lot of these preachers are, you know, saying just pawns, puppets and, you know, what I'm saying just money grabbers pretty much. 
Uh, and 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 you know, there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with that because it's still a business. You know what I'm saying? Like you deserve if you can talk people out of 10% of their income, you deserve every penny you can get. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's hustle like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? One sells hope, the other sells dope, right? As they say. Um, so just, just, I just had to get that out the way and, and break that down so it can forever and consistently be broke. All right. Um, but but you know um, you know when it comes to when it comes to church and the black church, you know. Um, you 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 pay your tithe, you know what I'm saying? You spend your Sunday mornings to sit down. You want you want something, you want the table to be shooken a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's almost customary uh, uh, um if 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 you know, you didn't get your time and money's worth if that preacher didn't get up in your business and make you feel some kind of way and 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 initiate you to some sort of uplifting or change. You know what I'm saying? With either a positive motivation or a negative motivation. You know what I'm saying? You you want to you almost want to be called out sometimes. You know what I'm saying? If you if you uh, uh if if you live in the wrong way or whatever, you know, what according to whatever uh whatever scripture <laughs> that is uh, um preached upon at that particular time. You want to get your money's worth when you come into that building because it's a business. You know what I'm saying? You paying your tithes, you want uh, uh, um you want to be preached at. You know, that's what you come there for. And <laughs> Kim Burrell, you know, I'm uh, she's she's very uh, um, I, I'm not keen on, you know, gospel personnel and gospel celebrities. Uh, but I did see a clip of her, of her singing on Instagram and whoo, she can blow. You know what I'm saying? So. So, yeah, don't play with her. Don't play with her. You see me. You see her. You see, you see her. You see me. I got my lashes did. She got her lashes did. Don't play with us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't touch her in the singing game. You know what I'm saying? But she's not a preacher. She's not. I mean, I'm pretty sure she can preach. She's been in the church a long time. You know what I'm saying? She knows her scripture. I'm pretty sure she can preach, but that's not necessarily her forte. You know what I'm saying? That's not her repertoire, you know? So you can't really hold it against her. And then really, ultimately, once again, she was polite. You know what I'm saying? And she didn't really like she she didn't like y'all. Y'all got to be uber sensitive to, to for that to hurt your feelings, for that to hurt your feelings. As much as <laughs> I, I guess it's just, you know, it's like you want to be able to see the book in, the, in your nose for yourself. You don't want somebody to point it out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying and and then what makes it fun this is why I'm laughing because what makes it funny they show they panned over to the clip of the woman with the hat on <laughs> trying to adjust her hat like she ain't talking about me mm-mm <laughs> <laughs> and everybody probably look everybody in the church in that congregation the whole congregation looking dead at her on stage <laughs> while, while she's adjusting her hat trying to save face <laughs> it's terrible it's terrible but it's hilarious it's, uh, it's it's hilarious and you know if this is how thick your skin is then you have a long a long hard life ahead of you because because she said nothing she said nothing out of place or out of order. And, and and I'm pretty sure, you know, folks have a lot of people who don't who've never been to church or don't go to church or not accustomed to going to church. They probably they have a perception of how church, quote unquote, should be and what a, how a, a pastor or preacher should preach. 
So then to hear someone just being real and honest on a, up on the pulpit, it kind of throws it throws people off. You know what I'm saying? And and that's too bad. <laughs> that's too bad because, uh, um, you know, truth truth doesn't come in a pretty little package. You know, honesty doesn't come in a pretty little package. You know what I'm saying? Um, she can, if she sends an apology, she can only apologize for what she said, but she can't apologize for what you feel. That's on you. You know what I'm saying? That's between you and God. <laughs> no pun intended. So, so yeah, just I mean, deal with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, oh, you want you want me to sing? You want me to say? Okay, I can. Blessed assured. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. We we gonna be honest. We gonna we gonna we gonna keep it real. Keep it real, like the young folks say. Keep it real. All right, boys and girls, you know what time it is. That's right. It's time for the internet to internet. Get your popcorn ready, sit back, relax, and enjoy. If you'd like to watch the internet internet, click the link in the description. Visit prosperunlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation. Welcome to our main course segment where we discuss life and love. Um, so I had a con- I, was, I had a conversation with my son, um, one of one of my sons, and it kind of enlightened me to um, to the to the misguidedness of the younger generation. You know what I'm saying, and 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 why they're so misguided, or in other words, why they got the game fucked up. <laughs> Um, so the conversation with my son, you know, I was explaining to him that, you know, in a, in a heterosexual home, I shouldn't even establish it that way because then you think, well, what, what kind of conversation were you having with your son? Right? No, 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 no. You, we good. We good over here. We good over here. But in a typical home, you know what I'm saying? You know, the man, the man ought to be the breadwinner and the protector and the provider of the home. That that's, that's how God designed it. And then when I say God, I'm not talking about like, you know, the, the, the Bible God or whatever. I'm talking about nature and the, the, the natural design. You know what I'm saying? That's how us human beings are wired. You know what I'm saying? Um, the only species th- that I know of that has reversal gender, reverse gender roles are hyenas. 
You know what I'm saying? Whereas, you know, the, anyway, I don't want to go left. But, you know, in a conventional home, in a natural home, you know what I'm saying? And I stress natural. I, I stress the word nature because that's what we're talking about. A natural home, a man is the breadwinner and the protector and the provider. You know what I'm saying? The woman, like 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 the church, like the Bible says, the woman is the help me, right? Um, and and it flows this way. We're wired this way because it's in a woman's nature to be submissive. You know what I'm saying? And it's in a man's nature to be a leader. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, some are better than others. Some women are, are more submissive, more or less submissive than others, and some men are better or worse leaders than others, right? Um, so, so let's not go left on that either. But, um, and I was explaining this to him and then he, you know, for, for the specific, for, for context, he was, he, he was, uh, you know, uh, arguing that could it put a man in a, uh, in a vulnerable position by paying all the bills, you know what I'm saying? Because she could up it, she could just up and leave you high and dry. You know what I'm saying? Um, okay, I get that. I get he, he's you know he's looking to cover himself and protect himself. Um, now, here's where the misguided, mis quote unquote misguidedness is, and this is probably, <laughs> and and this is partial. This is me charging myself as a parent. You know what I'm saying? Let, let's let's bear that in mind also. Um, Here's where the misguidedness lies. Uh, simply because if you if if you get with a good woman and y'all chemistry vibe and connect, you know what I'm saying. And there's love in 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 there's love in that in that uh, uh, gumbo also, you know. And, and y'all have a healthy understanding, you know, all that good stuff, healthy understanding, matching values, matching core values, so on and so forth. All of these necessary. Um, communication, uh, communication techniques, conflict resolution uh, techniques, so on and so forth. All of these necessary components to facilitate a healthy, loving relationship. You know what I'm saying For, between a man and a woman. If you have all of that, there's not a question of her just upping and leaving you. There's not a question. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, um, a good man, you know, you could be broke today, rich tomorrow, right? We all know that. Uh, a good man, he could be broke broke today, but he's definitely going to be rich tomorrow. You, you see what I'm saying? Because he because it's in his character. He's not doing it for her. He's doing it for himself because that's that's just who he is. And he can't feel like a man if he's broke. You see what I'm saying? Like like, come on. So so yeah, and so I had to explain that to him. And then what it made me like, so I, of course I realized that he got the game fucked up. But then what it made me realize is that this isn't his reality. He doesn't understand that a man, that you you shouldn't go 50-50, you know what I'm saying, in a committed relationship, you know what I'm saying, or in a marriage. Uh, let's just say marriage because you want to put that legal covering over it. You shouldn't go 50-50 in a marriage uh, um, because you want to feel like a man, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I don't want to get into the technicalities of gender roles and things of that nature, but I'm just I'm just hearkening to this conversation and the revelation that it gave me. Um, 
and the reason he, he the reason he, it was so hard for him to grasp that he's saying you know oh you know my wife is a goat you know if my wife is a go-getter you know what i'm saying yeah you can have you pay your own bills fine you know what i'm saying i got mines you got yours cool 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 and that sounds good that sounds good and i had to explain to him yeah people say things that sound so people say a lot of things because it sounds good it sounds good but when it actually plays out when it actually plays out and that biology kick in and you want to express your manhood and you you come you you come to a bump in the road where you realize you can't because she's you know what i'm saying she's puffing her chest up too then this is where the problem arises and you realize you you went from an acorn this problem went from an acorn to an oak tree and now you got to cut the whole shit down you see what i'm saying um yeah you know uh, so, so and, and what it made me realize is it was so hard for him to grasp that you know what i'm saying as he, in his young 18 year old mind it was so hard for him to grasp the dynamics of what the the picture that i was painting for him because simply because he's never seen it here is this is me charging myself as a parent you know um me and his mother split when he was a toddler you know um <laughs> i i'm I, I, that's all i say to that yeah me and his mother split because he was a toddler you know what i'm saying and yeah all i i'm not not to put anyone else's business out but yeah he's never seen he's never seen a household where you know a man is the breadwinner and the protector and the provider of the of, the, of a loving healthy marriage so when I say the things that I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's because he's never seen it. It's so hard for him to imagine it. This is why, you know, movie depictions and uh, depictions in media are so important and are so vital. You know what I'm saying? Like, just think about how easy, how comfortable we're seeing with the depict we are with the depiction of a black man being, being killed in a movie. You know what I mean? I remember, I, I never forget um, I was watching the first season of Breaking Bad, not to spoil anything. I was watching the first season of Breaking Bad and the main protagonist character, um, him and his wife, you know, they were struggling financially and like it showed them grinding out of their struggle. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, I remember, I, you know, I remember watching it and thinking to myself, yo, it's, it's kind of hard to see white people struggle. Like, cause I remember having to struggle like that. You know what I'm saying? And so to see why, because where I'm from, um, and this is, and you know, everything is in context. Where I'm from, you know, um, all the white people, in New York City, all the white people are rich. You know what I'm saying? It's not until you go into New York State where uh, New York State is pretty much like the rest of the country. However, New York City is its own like cornucopia utopia. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm not used, I'm, so a part of me still wasn't used to seeing white people struggle financially. You know what I mean? And so depictions and um, visual representation is very important. You know, just like when you're trying to manifest something, it's important to visually represent it. You got to see it. You got to see it in your face every day, whatever it is that you're manifesting and you desire, desire in your heart for. Part of it is, is seeing it. You got to get comfortable with the uh, with the visual representation. And um, so I, I, you know, it's hey. If you see something, share something. Don't be afraid. Share this episode.
Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you. Scared me because I'm thinking to myself, he's 18 and he's and he's thinking he's thinking it's cool to go 50-50 in a marriage. You know what I'm saying? How many other 18-year-olds think this same way? How many other 20? How many other 21, 22, 23, 24, 25? How many other of these young kids born in the 90s and the 2000s think this way as I'm recording this? Or how many of this, uh, this other young, young gener younger generation think this way? You know what I'm saying? I, uh, um, I, rem I never, like my mom, here, here I go put myself on the spot again. Um, my mom wasn't a housewife, you know what I'm saying? Um, my parents were very, <laughs> I say this jokingly, my parents were very shady about their finances towards us children. So I know, I, I can't really say who was the breadwinner. <laughs> I can't really say who was the breadwinner, but I know, I, I've always known my mother for working. Um, you know, uh, um, so, but I, I know for me personally, I always, I never wanted my woman to work. I never wanted my woman to work um, in a perfect world situation. If we, if 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 my woman didn't have to work, she wasn't gonna work. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and so I always try to um, line myself up and chess move, make chess move after chess move to line myself up so that my woman didn't have to work. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, and this was early on. Even if I even if I wasn't successful at it, I was still making those chess moves. And if you know anything about chess moves, it takes time for things to develop. You know what I'm saying? But I digress. Um, how many of these other young folks think the same way? And, and so, you know, when now when the reason I I point that out is because now you look at the internet, and you know you have this whole red pill movement. As I'm recording this, uh, where men are waking up to the devices, the divisiveness of women, you know what I'm saying? And, and the craftiness of women. And some men are angry about it. Some men are just accepting it. They're accepting it as nature. This is how they roll. This is how they're wired. But it's been a secret for however many eons and millennia. <laughs> or not necessarily a secret, but it hasn't been called out. Because men have always understood it, but it's kind of been villainized and demonized. You know, the whole Samson and Delilah trope. You know what I'm saying? Delilah was doing what any woman would do. She saw something that she wanted in a man. She knew how to, she knew, she saw that the man was attracted to her and she knew how to uh, get what she wanted from him. You know what I'm saying? And she got it. Like she, she did what a woman would do. You know what I'm saying? So like, she's not evil. She just, she was just doing her. Um, but you know, the, the 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 context the the typical biblical context always depicts her as being evil um i'm going left but let's 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 focus so um you know you have the red pill movement where men are waking up you know what i'm saying you have this widespread awakening of men towards women's nature and, and um and and yeah so so so, so what, what was the point I was trying to make? And, you know, you have a lot of, you know, women backlashing. A lot of the backlash is, is from women. A lot of the backlash and the cancel culture and all of that, that's women. That's women just emotionally lashing out. Because 
you have this fatherless generation. I keep going back to it, but it is what it is. You have this fatherless generation. Now, granted, my son isn't fatherless. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, he hasn't had that representation to, to understand the reality. To understand the reality of what things, of, of how things should be and what works. You see what I'm saying? Um, and so you have all of this cancel culture and backlash and backlash and uh, um, thumb thugging on the keyboards. You know what I'm saying? On the, on the, on their cell phone keyboards or whatever. And people, you know what I'm saying? Um, people pretty much going against nature. Gender roles are assigned for a reason because nature assigns them. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, women think think that they could do what men do. It used to be women think they could do what men do. Now women think they can be men. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, there's a whole this, this shit is out of whack and is 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 a whole lot of confusion simply because this younger generation has never seen it. The, it reality is conflicting with quote unquote their reality. You see what I'm saying? And it's not up until they have to, they live, they keep living a little longer where they have to um, put those realities together and say, and say, damn, I got the game fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. They have, I think that's, they have to experience it for themselves. And, and I hate to say that, like, I hate to, 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 to think that I don't want my son to get involved in a whole marriage, but at least I just want him to, to, to realize it. You know what, dad, you were right. <laughs> you know, that's all I want. That's all I want. I don't want him to have to go through the rigmarole of a divorce and all of this and that and the other to realize that, yo, the man should be the head of the household, breadwinner, protector, and provider. Like, like, I don't, I don't want him to. <laughs> but, when you go out on a date, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, or not even just a date, but like if you if you're in a relationship and you're not, you know what I'm saying? Like like yeah, if you're not the breadwinner, the protector, the provider, you're gonna feel away. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna trickle down at some point. You know what I'm saying? And just like with these women who think that they can con conduct themselves as men. You know what I'm saying? Or in a masculine fashion where they, you know, they're, they're so strong and independent. And then up until they come across a real man who is, you know what I'm saying? Who's also strong and independent and who's naturally strong and independent. And he's not just uh, um, posing as such because that's how his, his angry black mother raised him. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, then they realize like, oh shit, this is what femininity feels like. Oh, I gotta submit to this. Oh, oh, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of, like, that. This is another reason, you know, conflicting reality. Once again, this is another reason why the word submission is uh, being submissive and submission is so triggering to a lot of Black women. They've never seen it. They've never seen it. They've never come across a honorable, real man. A lot of them. You know what I'm saying? And for the ones who grew up with good fathers and still still want to take up that that you know uh, 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 um conditional femininity role where I, oh you got you got to earn my submission or whatever you not only do you have the game fucked up but you are fucked up because you've seen it. 
You know what I'm saying? Those other, those other, um, those other black women who come from single parent households, single mother households. You know what I'm saying? Who've never really seen a, what a family looks like. You know what I'm saying? I don't doubt. I don't. I don't. You know, charge them as much as I charge you. You know what I mean? But ooh. so now let me speak. Let me address the parents. You know, it, it is up to us to really. It is up to us to not teach our children or raise our children. Well, it is up, not up to us to teach our children and talk them to death. But it's more important we have to we have to show and exemplify. I think the best parent is the silent parent. I'll leave it at that. That concludes our show. Remember to subscribe, like, and share. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at Dollar Sign Prosperity ULLC. Join our new Patreon to receive free merchandise, books, and consultation from Prosperity ULLC. We would like to thank you for tuning in to Prosperity ULLC and continue to invest in the brand.